podcast. Three is a party where I make top three lists about things in my life. Special thanks to 183 Tech Literacy and my mom for supporting me since day one. Now sit back and listen closely. I don't know the places you're taking me, but I know oh trust it's worth the waiting. Cause I know you're with me. Hey. Alright, I'm gonna just open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you that we get together together as a community of believers and just lift you up and praise you and worship you. I'm just grateful we have a God who comes down and speaks to us and walks with us and is so involved personally in our lives. Lord, I'm just so grateful for who you are and for what you do. Lord, I just pray that you would bless the listener, um, bless their their finances, bless, bless their futures, Lord. Remind them that they have a hope in you and they have a future in you, Lord, and that you're here for their benefit, Lord. You have plans uh, for their welfare, Lord, never for evil. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Um... I went to a wedding on Saturday and I didn't talk to anybody because I am an anxious frick and <laughs> and I could just not do it. I, I talked to people. I sat at a random table and I met, let me see if I can remember the name, uh, Rowden. I met Jordan. He was funny. I met Nathan. He was funny. I met Cody. Actually, I've, I've known Cody for a while. Um, so I didn't know him, I guess. And then I met, oof, I didn't get his name. I didn't get her name. I didn't get her name. Some people just, but it was a vibe and I had fun, you know, I, so I I bring that up. I bring this up, but kind of as dramatically as I did, because I wanted to bring someone with me, you know, I didn't want to pull up to a wedding alone. I mean, that's, you know, it's just, it it was lonely. I admit it was lonely. Um, but, and I mentioned this a few podcasts ago and I tried to bring someone, but then I prayed about it and the Lord was like, no, nah, like, I don't need you to take anyone. I need you to, to be there with me. Like, you know, I, I need you to understand like why you want to bring someone and it's, be, and it's because you feel lonely, you know, and it was only to fill the void that I would have brought someone. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to feel this emotion and I'm going to go. Hopefully this music isn't too loud for y'all. I just really like the jam, you know? I'll turn it down just a little bit. How about that? Um, and, and I went, and I went alone, and it got totally, I wouldn't even say awkward, but I could just sense my loneliness in there, you know? I could feel it when, when you know, the boys were talking amongst themselves and then uh, the girl next to me was just, like, on her man and and then it was me and then someone else or whatever. I was, I, and I was just sitting there and I was trying not to be on my phone either, you know, because then you defeat the whole purpose of being there and trying to, trying to be present, you know, because you can easily get on your phone and escape whatever's going on right there but the whole point it was to face it and uh so i did and it was it was definitely like hard <laughs> it was hard to sit there and do nothing and just kind of you know whatever mitch what are you doing uh but i did it and we got through it 
And first of all, weddings are just, um, they're spectacular. They're literally so, they, they, how do I say it? They glorify the Lord so majestically, you know, that's, that's right. That right there. Anytime, next time you go to a wedding, imagine you as the bride, even if you're a man, imagine you as a bride. And imagine Jesus as the bridegroom. Imagine you walking up. And imagine God walking you up to, you know, the altar or whatever. And imagine him giving you away to Jesus. You know, and and imagine you saying your vows to Jesus and, and marrying him. Um, that's, that's what Jesus wants. He wants to marry us. You know, I, t- I talked about it with a friend and I'm like, you know, Jesus never dated anyone or got married because he was waiting for God to give him his bride. And that's us. That's us. And at the end of all this, at the end of this life, once, once we, you know, you probably know this word, but once the rapture happens, right. And we, uh, literally get, uh, sent up into heaven, uh, and the Lord comes down and he makes the world right. He's going to bring us back down with him and we're going to be married. We're going to become one. We're going to finally be unified. And that's that's literally like the Lord's desire is to marry his church, his bride. And so anytime you see a wedding, that's what it's proclaiming is is Jesus and, and what he's come to do is to marry us. And, and it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful to see see that unification with uh, with like my friends, you know, it was my friend Earl and Amanda, shout out. And gosh, it's, I lose it. I don't even look at the girl. I always look at the guy because they just ball their eyes out and they're just like in shock that it's finally happening. And that like, ah, uh, I honestly, like, I can't wait to be in those shoes. I know I just said to like be the bride in the scenario of Jesus, but whenever I do marry my wife here on earth, man, I, uh, I cannot wait for that day. That's just it's so beautiful. It's such like what a way to worship the Lord, like through marriage. It's seriously amazing. Um, so yeah, the whole marriage is awesome, and you know by the end of it, we started dancing, and I kind of let loose. You know, I wasn't too worried about stuff. This fool Mitch is really on me, bro. Come on, there you go. I was uh, I was dancing, just having a good time, doing my own thing. I I busted out the worm. In that little dance circle. You know I had to. You know, that's literally like my party trick. <laughs> some people have card tricks, some people have little magic tricks. Uh, mine is the worm, okay? Shit <laughs> with who you are, Lord. So that was cool. That was Saturday. And um and then yesterday, what did I do yesterday? I did I I guess I went to church. I went to church at Starbucks. I just had some church with uh, an older gentleman named Larry. He's he's one of my good friends now. And same with Nathan. That's one of Larry's friends, but he's become one of my friends. And um, we we just show up. We've been showing up every Sunday in the morning and just kind of having coffee and talking. And um, just, you know, sometimes we'll talk about God. Sometimes we'll talk about other things or whatever. Um, but, you know, I've been gathering with the intent that uh, my presence is, you know, comforting to him because he he's an older man and and uh, he's always worried about 
what the next few years or you know what what his future is going to look like just being older and, and and having a lot of like fatal illnesses and stuff and so i just really try to make time for him uh, he's a great guy his name is larry and he has a page called larry's fountain pens where he reviews pens and he's super into just different kinds of pens um I can't name them. I have no idea what pen. I'm barely dipping into that. He like talks to me about it or I'm in, I'm in his little zoom meetings, you know, pen hangouts. And they're talking about how the pen gets made and the acidity of pens and the different colors. And I'm just like, are y'all talking about pens still? <laughs> like, are we on the same page? <laughs> to know you. So he's really cool. Check that out. It's really awesome. Fascinating stuff. Larry's fountain pens. Shout out Larry. That's my boy. Oh, I got my first commission today, you guys. Uh, a guy from Starbucks named Tim. He's a regular. He he asked me like what I was up to in life or whatever, and I, and I was like, oh, I've been painting. He's like, what do you paint? And I said, I paint scripture. I paint like a painting, you know, a picture or something, and then I throw some scripture over it. He was like, what? That's awesome. And um, he was saying how like he wanted a painting or something, and I was like, I could do that for you. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to have Jeremiah 29.11, which is, you know, I, uh, for I have plans to prosper you, declares the Lord, plans to, uh, no, for I have, for I have plans for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in the future. He said he wants that, like, on a picture, or in a painting, and I was like, I could do that. And he was like, how much? And immediately I was like, uh, 20 bucks. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, what? So... I gave him my number. He's going to text me uh, kind of what one painting in his house looks like just to get an idea. And uh, yeah, I'm going to end up drawing that, you guys. Oh my gosh, Mitch just like ran into the mic. I'm so sorry. I long for... So that's going to be cool. That'll be a thing now, you know, making paintings for others. Um, Because I've honestly really enjoyed it. I love just like painting, first of all. And the fact that I can write scripture on it, it's just such a sweet way for me to, to, uh, relieve myself of like stress and stuff, you know, it's really therapeutic for me. And uh, it's just a way for me to worship the Lord too, to just like keep myself in that atmosphere or in that attitude where it, it is all about the Lord. Um, so that's awesome that he is able to support me in that. And yeah, that, I think that'll happen. I was going to do it today, but I still haven't gotten word from him of kind of his vision so i'm gonna wait it out i'm gonna draw myself uh, a painting i have an idea you guys ready so i don't know if you've ever played legend of zelda um but in the very first game there is a iconic moment where you start the game and you're walking around but you don't have anything to defend yourself you got nothing um dangerous to go along and so you you have to find this cave and you walk into this cave and there's a man in there and this man has a sword for you and, and he says it's dangerous to go alone take this and he gives you the sword that's where you find your sword the first sword ever that link has um and it's such an iconic moment because that's when really your adventure starts you know you walk out with that sword and you just start you just you know start swiping left and right or whatever so what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw that like cave, you know, uh, I'm going to draw that whole scene. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the words, it's dangerous to go alone. Uh, 
but have I not commanded you? I'm gonna I'm gonna write Joshua one nine after that. Okay, so let me look up Joshua one nine and kind of walk you through how, what that's gonna look like. Uh, Joshua one nine. Okay, so it's gonna say it's dangerous to go alone. Uh, have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. So it, it's like, it, it is still like I'm taking the sword. Wait, that's a word. It's like I'm taking it because I'm taking the Bible with me. You know, that it's, that's the, the spiritual weapon. It's, it's the a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And so in that scene, I'm not just taking a sword anymore. I'm taking God with me wherever I go in the form of a sword, but metaphorically, metaphorically a sword, but in the form of the Bible, you know, that's, that's my weapon in this world. If someone tells me it's dangerous to go alone, take this. I'm taking the Bible with me, you know, but it's going to look like a sword. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> You'll see it. I'm going to draw it and it's going to be awesome. Wow. What a word. Honestly, I didn't even know what I was going to do with the sword, but I'll keep the sword in there because that makes sense. That like, if you think about it, you know, a little bit, you're like, yo, that's the Bible now. It's not, it's not just the sword. It's sort of the spirit. Hey, praise God. That's awesome. But I'm going to do that a little later. Emilio, my friend Emilio wants to go eat Rose's Cafe. He swears we haven't gone there enough. We've been there like twice together, played Pokemon. And he's like, bro, we got to go on a third day. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So I'm going to go over there, eat some chos, some nachos, and munch out. You are enough for me. You are enough for me. Ooh. Short podcast? Uh, let's do a top three list. I haven't done a top three list in a few episodes. So, top three books I've read. Hmm. Okay, there's a book by Craig O'Shell called "Winning the War in Your Mind," and it's a it's a Christian book, but it's also kind of like a not really a self help because you're getting help from the Lord. You know, you're not really helping yourself. Helping yourself by reading it, right? But um, that's to the extent. So, but w- winning the war in your mind that really helped me get a grasp on my mental health and how what I can do to help that how I can bring God into that because I've there was a a long period of a long portion of my life where man I was just really anxious and and I would just overthink a lot of things and I would think about myself in distorted ways you know I just I would always feel like I wasn't enough or or that I was too much, or whatever, and that book just helped me replace those lies with truth, with the Lord's truth, you know, because <clears throat> we can replace those lies with whatever we want, um, and the idea is to replace them with truth, but if we look for our own truth, that can still just be lies, it can still just be delusion, you know, that's why it's important to let the Lord's truth replace that, because that is like truer than true that's where truth comes from it's from the lord you know so if you have that in your brain you know nothing can change that nothing is going to change what the lord says about you and he says we're very good he made us and and he said everything he created at the beginning was very good and we were part of that you know so if you feel like you're you're not good enough or that you uh fall short just know that when the Lord created you, he saw you and he said, man, that's good right there. Like his creation, who you turned out to be, it was good. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't something he saw and was like, crap, I need to do better. He said, no, this is very good right here. So uh, yeah, you are loved and you're loved by me and I love you. Um, 
So that okay, that's that's probably the third best book I've ever read. Because that one just helped me a lot. Um, and then I'm looking at my books right now. Honestly, I don't read too much. I have a lot of books I haven't read. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Anyone else out there just got a bookshelf with like three books you've read and then the other 20 <laughs> with like a bookmark 10 pages in because you haven't finished it. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Okay, I have read Supermarket and that's a book by Logic and that one, sheesh, bro. That one is good. That one is like, it kept me on my toes, dude. It's, it's kind of sci-fi, obviously fiction, um, but it, it, the storytelling and the, like the, you can visually like see that book as you read it and it's just really good. It's just about some guy working at a supermarket, you know, you can maybe infer that, but um, it just goes a lot deeper into his life and uh, his psychological life too, because he he struggles with a lot of issues and it starts affecting him. And and uh, but it's exciting, you know. There's things that happen. There's like robberies in there and and just adventures in this supermarket. It's crazy, bro. There's a whole freaking I don't know. I'm gonna spoil it, but it's it's really good. So that's probably the second best book I've ever read. And the first book is the Bible. Oh, okay, okay. If we're not including the Bible, let's not include it, right? Because that's a cop-out. <laughs> the best book I've ever read is probably the... It's called The Practice of the Presence of God. And that's by Brother Lawrence. And that book is... It's less of a book and more of just anecdotes all bunched up into a book. But that one... That book really explains candidly what life is like with the Lord what everyday life is like with the Lord like he talks about how he would wash dishes and just be praising God right there for giving him something to do for uh, you know and he would actively be in communion in conversation with him during his work hours or during this and that like and it, and it was just all practical you know and he would talk about his feelings and how he felt about certain things certain convictions of things and and, and it's, it almost feels like the Bible. It's almost like if this were in the Bible, like it would make sense. It would, it would fit right in because of the, like, the, the, uh, hmm, the applications that are in there, you know, hearing his testimonies, that's probably a better word. The testimony that's in there could fit right into the Bible and, and fit in with testimonies in the Bible, you know, with uh, lives like Job and lives like uh, Nehemiah and, and Paul specifically, that's what it really reminds me of most is because Paul wrote letters and the practice of presence of God, the book I'm talking about, that one has a lot of letters in there of him writing to other people and just encouraging them and stuff. So that's probably the best book I've ever read. And it's really short too. I'd encourage you all to read that if you really want to dive in, not even dive because, you know, I hate when people say that they, any Christian book, they're like, bro, if you want to like dive into your relationship or go deeper, like read that book. And I'm like, dude, I could get deeper in my relationship in the morning. Yeah, but, but, and, and that's not to knock like the power of a book and kind of being aware of certain things or whatever. But, um, the, 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 the diving deeper starts with you. It doesn't start with a book. It doesn't start. It doesn't even start in my morning. It starts when I wake up and make the decision to get up and pray. You know, that's where it starts. That's where the power is. It's when I've decided that, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this 
uh, and the Lord's going to meet me because the Lord will meet you. You know, if you're intentional, he's intentional. Um, So that that book, it's, you know, if you get intentional with it, like he'll, he'll meet you there for sure. You're making me strong. Yeah, this is Allie Page, by the way, the music we're listening to. We've, we've listened to this before. This is the Miles and Years album or something like that. My, no, that's not right. Miles and... What the heck is it called? Is that what it's called? Miles and Years? Because if so, that's deep. I've never even thought of that. Miles. Yeah, Miles and Years. Those are two different, like, measurements. Miles and Years. Dang. Ooh, this is my song. Dun. Are in the hands of our Father who loves us. We are in good hands. Oh, from glory. All right, right here. You ready? We are in good hands. We're in the hands of our Father who loves us. And he has good plans. Oh, from glory to glory, we praise Him. Mm, from glory to glory. Sheesh. That's crazy. That concept right there, it's like glory to glory. Um, I think what that's trying to say is like from one moment with Him to the next, you know, from, from everything He does, from seeing your cat outside uh, all the way to getting into your car and then from your car to realizing that maybe you're a little bit uh, early to work and and you know you have some extra time and then from there going into work and um, seeing that you have a full shift and then seeing that but then someone calling in and still pre- you know it's like the, just moment to moment just looking for the Lord, just seeing his glory in these things, you know. He has good plans Oh, from glory to glory we praise you. Mm. Lord talked to me this morning. You know what? I'm not going to talk about that. But I woke up today with the intention that I, I I was going to pray and stuff, and he met me. That's all I want to say. He met me there. He he spoke to me, and it was deep. It was freaking deep. It was low-key a wake-up call because I'd been slacking, man. I oof, I make it a point to get up and, like, pray. Um, but recently, I just hadn't. I'd just been not even lazy. i just been going to sleep late, so in the mornings, it's hard for me to wake up, you know. But last night, I, I fell asleep earlier than normal, and... And so I was able to get up and, and man, the Lord met me. It was awesome. It was seriously beautiful. We are in good hands. We're in the hands of our Father who loves us and he has good good plans amen to that oh from glory to glory find it right here um and i'll pray us out if you have any prayer requests i'll leave a little question 
attached to this Spotify uh, like page, the episode page, and send a prayer request. I- I'd love to just pray for you here so that you know you're you're being heard by the Lord, you know, so that we can be in agreement and the Lord can can do what we need him to do. You know, we, we need him. The Lord knows that. The Lord the Lord wants us to know that we need him, you know. Um, and so I, I'd love to just pray for you on here. If you ever have any prayer requests, please send them, send them in. Uh, but until then, Lord, bless the listener. Bless who they are. Bless the person that you're turning them to be, Lord. Uh, I just pray that you would have patience with them, that you would give them faith, um, and that you would always re- remind them that there is hope in you, Lord. There's hope in you, uh, and they can find a future in you, Lord. Uh, I pray that today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oof, it's getting deep. All right, I'll end it before we get in our feels. Uh, love y'all. Be safe, and remember to party on and invite the Lord, because if you don't show up, it ain't a party. God bless. <laughs>